Welcome to This New Pulse Life. I'm Joe Alfano, and this is about a group of friends that lost a member and lost each other along the way. Here's Brandy Sutphin with the story. Hi, I'm Brandy. In about 8th grade, I became really close with Kaylee, Michelle, and Sarah. Kaylee was really kind of an introvert. Would really open up around us because we were all so close, but it's definitely something that's out of her comfort zone. Michelle is super outgoing, so smart, so witty. She ended up being salutatorian of our class in high school. She is a kook. And Sarah was a prankster, a jokester, so we always tried to get her back. It was kind of an ongoing thing in our friendship. She was always messing with us, so we tried to mess with her back. Maybe we weren't quite as clever as her. You know, we did what we could. When we were about 15 years old, we all went on a trip together over the summer to Watkins Glen. The place that we stayed was a cabin. It was our first trip together. This trip just meant so much to me, more than I would have ever known at the time. Here's Michelle with a story from that trip. The bathroom incident. So there was the four of us in Watkins Glen. It was Brandy, Kaylee, Sarah, and I. We're all just being hooligans up north when we decided that was Kaylee, Brandy, and I to lock Sarah in the bathroom. Now, the light switches and the heat switch were on the outside. So what we did is we kind of just shoved her into the bathroom, closed the door, and then we barricaded it while we turned the lights off. And then we put the heat on. And there she was for probably a solid half hour trapped in the bathroom. Junior year, Sarah and I had class, we had AP bio every morning, and that class was hell. And as the year progressed, she she would continue to talk about this pain in her side, and I told her so many times, I was like, go to the doctors, get that checked out, you've had it for a while, but Sarah was stubborn. She was always stubborn to the end. So eventually, she she went to get it checked out, and actually, the day before she was diagnosed, we were supposed to go to a rock concert together, and unfortunately, the singer broke his leg so we couldn't go and I don't know I just felt like it was weird that that concert got canceled and then that very next day I'm getting a text from Sarah like okay they think something's seriously wrong so a few days later I was at one of my other friends houses and Sarah texts me like it was the most normal thing in the world just to tell me about this and she was like yeah they they I have a tumor on my side and I also have a few other um locations where there's cancer it's stage four it's this rare cancer called rhabdomyosarcoma so sarah was diagnosed with rhabdomyosarcoma sarcomas are cancers that develop from connective tissues in the body and there are many types of sarcomas rhabdomyosarcoma is made up of cells that normally develop into skeletal muscles now kaylee's going to start to get involved in the story and tell us a little more for the next like week and a half, two weeks after she was diagnosed, she was very adamant about not letting everyone else at school know that she was sick. She'd only let like a very few uh, close friends know what was going on. So it was almost like this weird secret that we had because she was gone from school for like a month. Other kids at school or other teachers would come up to us and be like, oh, you're friends with Sarah. Like, like, what, what's going on with her? Is she okay? Why isn't she in school? But we knew that she didn't want anyone to know yet, so we had to almost kind of lie to everyone. She's like, oh, she's, like, she's going to be fine. 
Like, she's just at home. She's not feeling well. And it was this weird secrecy thing that we had. So this is the part where we really started to distance ourselves from each other. It was just a lot harder to see each other. And seeing Sarah was really hard because she was so sick that she didn't really want us to see her like that. So, yeah, we pretty much didn't see each other as much as we used to. We still tried to hang out, but we were definitely not the best friends that we had been before. After Sarah had cancer for um, a little more than a year, she actually went into remission. And that was a really that was a really great time. And everyone was hopeful that it was going to stay that way and that she was going to be cancer free. And for a while, when she was really ill, like she could barely walk. So when she went into remission, she started becoming more active, getting off the couch, getting out of bed. And she ended up going back to playing lacrosse and she was actually practicing with the varsity lacrosse team because she used to play lacrosse and everyone thought that things maybe would get back to normal we were all going to graduate soon and then Kaylee Brandy Sarah and I we all had plans on going to New Paltz so we were going to be the four amigos at New Paltz after going through this period where it was just so dark and there was just so many ups and downs of her being in the hospital all of a sudden and then she'd be at school for one week but then she'd be back in the hospital because she'd get really sick. And then she was at school for a few weeks going to classes and everyone was helping her out and helping her with the schoolwork and like reintegrating her back into school. And everyone really thought it was going to be back to normal and that we could go on living our lives. But unfortunately, the cancer came back and it came back with vengeance. Graduation day was when it was right after she started getting really really sick at the end I mean she had to carry an oxygen tank around and her eyes were so red but she was putting on the most brave face she was going around talking to everyone smiling taking pictures um she walked across the stage and when she did everyone just kind of stopped all of the parents everyone stood up and gave her a standing ovation that was, for a lot of people, the last time that they saw Sarah, because it was two months before she passed. Things got really bad, and she kind of locked herself up in her house and wouldn't see a lot of people. Sarah died on August 10th, 2016. We all dealt with it differently. We just ended up not really being friends anymore. Our individual demons our individual problems after Sarah passed away is what led us to not be friends anymore um we're still friendly we still chat we still try to keep in touch but every time I see them it's just like a reminder of what we had as a group and a reminder of what we're never going to get back after Sarah passed away it was really hard for me to go to New Paul's and I think part of that was the fact that Sarah was supposed to go to New Paul's with us and you know we might have even had some of the same classes together and so walking around and going to class every day and not seeing her there was really difficult for me and I commute and it was every day just driving and getting that parking lot and realizing like yeah you gotta get out you gotta get to class and for a while, I really, I put a lot of distance between myself and the people that I care about that are around me. I was a lot more distant with my family, a lot more distant with my boyfriend and my friends too. And I just didn't know, 
I didn't know how to work through all the emotions that I was feeling. And I always had had trouble working with emotions. And I kind of tried to put humor in a lot of parts of my life. And this was just one thing that I, I couldn't put humor to it. And I didn't know how to handle being so sad. So for a while, it was just the world was just a little bit more gray to me. And I was just walking around and it was just so much more dreary. And one morning I woke up and I'm not even sure why, but I woke up and I realized that I had just been so sad for so many months now. And I woke up and I realized it was just a nice, bright, sunny day out and that there was just all these beautiful colors outside. And it seemed so silly, but I woke up and I realized I don't want to be sad anymore. And it wasn't something that I wasn't magically better. It was something that I worked towards to to be back to my old self and to be better than I was before. And I learned a lot from that experience and I really, I matured a lot and it was difficult to go from being so sad and living in a world that was so gray to wake up in the morning and say, it's an awesome day to be alive. It's an awesome day to go to college. It's an awesome day to see my friends and family. But by the summer, about a year after she had passed away, I was a much better person. I was so much more confident. I was so much more happy. I was so much more fierce and brave and willing to take good risks in my life. And even though I wish this experience had not happened in my life, I can't say that it's been all horrible because it's really shaped me as an individual. And I think in ways it's made me a much better person. It's always weird because like I've never known how to talk about it to anyone. Um, I've always just kind of kept everything in and to myself and there was like this weird time period after it happened where I felt almost kind of guilt because like I would go out and I would see friends and we would try to do things and like forget about it. But it was like a weird guilt of like, I feel like I shouldn't be forgetting about it, especially this soon. Like she's not here. Like it just felt wrong. And so like it was this weird guilt that I don't know if I've ever fully gotten over kind of getting over that fear of like just get out there and like go do things because she can't 